podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome, treasured pandemic adult listener to the Anfield Index podcast. This is a bit of a bonus one, an extra one. We'll probably do another one before the end of the week. But it is brought to you in partnership with LibertyShield.com, the perfect VPN companion for all your football viewing, where you can get 25% off everything using the coupon code AIVPN. Now, it is episode 262. I'm Trev Denny. I'm podcasting to you as I continue to voluntarily self-isolate here in my field in beautiful rural Ireland. I'm joined by a very odd bunch tonight. Um, they changed the time to start, and when I came on, they were very aggressive to me. Um, Carl Kopak, particularly aggressive. Cam Branch, more passive-aggressive. Guy Drinkle, as ever, um, the model of a gent in the background. But they are my companions for the show tonight. I'd love to tell you I've got something to start the show, but I don't because I've been... You mean apart from lies? Yeah, go on. I've been up to my eyeballs with um, Parent Watch for the afternoon, which took the place of the edit I was going to do on the great stories. I have recorded a bonus one to go on top of the other bonus one to keep you people occupied. There is a Stephen King episode of the great stories out there. It's called Crouch End. Go and listen to the fucker. It's an hour long. It's well worth your time. Might as well be scared for a reason other than, you know, the killer sniffles. And also... I've just recorded um, The Lady with the Dog by Anton Chekhov, which is another long one. It'll be at least 40-odd minutes, I'd imagine, by the time I've edited it, maybe closer to 45. So that should be a bit of a distraction for folks as well tomorrow. But the bottom line is I need to edit it tomorrow because I didn't get to do it today because all I got to do was record it. So I'm going straight to Carl Kopak to wonder what his opening thoughts are. Well, firstly, thank you for that libelous opening there. Um, you're the aggressive one, not us. Um, but anyway, I have, I have numerous quotes, um, all from the same man. You know what these are because I mentioned this last week, but, um, it's from one of my many heroes. So I'm just going to pick a, a few of them. So there's quite a few to go through, but, um, cool. here they are. There's only one thing I hate more than lying. Skimmed milk, which is water that is lying <laughs> about being milk. <laughs> I'd wish you the best of luck, but I believe luck is a concept created by the weak to explain their failures. Big fan of that one. That's great. There has mm. never been a sadness that can't be cured by breakfast food. Oh my god! I can I can I just before you move? Do you have another one? Because I just I've, I've, I've got loads. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's got do, thirty-eight. Do, do one like or two more. Do one or two more. But before you do, can I just like absolutely agree with that? Because yeah. there is literally nothing that won't won't um, that will cheer me up quicker. Then, you know, like a breakfast rolls, sausages, bacon, sausage rolls. Oh, man, everything is made better by that. And now I can't get it because of the poxy COVID, poxy 19. Continue. Uh, two more. Um, my first wife's, my, sorry, my first ex-wife's name is Tammy. My second ex-wife's name is Tammy. My mom's name is Tamara. She goes by Tammy. And then, now this one isn't, isn't, uh, word for word, but it's one of my favorite quotes and I saw it the other day as well. He's just got married 
uh, in a snap decision at City Hall. And uh, they're all his all his colleagues are all applauding the marriage to uh, uh, I forgot his name uh, to his new wife anyway. And they say uh, and he says thank you everyone. Um, the reception will be held in our individual houses alone. Thank you. <laughs> Please and thank you. That's his catchphrase, isn't it? Please and thank you. And that is the modern pop culture hero that is Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation, which is yeah. one of my favourite shows, just because it's one of the few shows where I genuinely like every character. They're all yeah, you like them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of um, of uh, April. I'm a big fan of Andy Chris Pratt, even though I don't really get on with the clown thing, but he's he's just too good at what he does. Carl, he's fucking brilliant. I have to say, he's I'm, gen- genuinely makes me laugh all the time. Everything he does is incredibly funny. I like he's the most overtly funny character of all of them. But Ron Swanson is my spirit animal. I have to agree with you. I think he's fantastic. But it is, it's that thing of having a full cast. I've heard people say that they feel the same about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I haven't seen enough of that to warm to it to the same extent. But I would say if people were looking for something to kind of warm the cockles of their heart um, while they are in the middle of this horrendous daily fear porn um, uh, feedback loop, I would say... Get binging on Parks and Rec because it's just it's just a lovely, endlessly funny show, isn't it? Start from the second season, I'd say, because the first season is Leslie, who's the main character in it, really. Is it's a, just bit, a bit too much Leslie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a bit. Dit- she's a bit ditty, and she's not quite as um as, as fully developed as the others at that point. But the second series, she's, she's great in that as well. She's gen- genuinely likable, and uh, no, but I mean, I, I, I obviously I'd, I'd hate Tom normally, but. Um, He's, uh, he's just too good at what he does. But a- April April and Ron are my favourites by a mile. Just because that, that woman is genuinely yeah. eerie. She's like she's like the kid in the <laughs> yeah, she, family. She, she is. She is. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a sneaking feeling you might be quite fond of her also. Yeah, she's you know, fond. fond. Of, the, 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 there's, a, um, there's one I saw the other day where uh, she... Um, she gets uh, the, the right, basically the rival town next door to them would like come and work, work in her office, and the woman who's doing her job is, is like really overly Californian. Oh my God, can you believe this? Blah blah blah. And then because a lot of it's ISA camera stuff, and Aubrey says she is um, she's one of the most hideous creations of people I've ever seen in my life. I want to go traveling <laughs> with her. I love her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, Cam Branch. Uh, what have you got for me today to get us started? What have I got? Here, here we go. Though we are all human beings, we have built walls between ourselves and our neighbours through nationalism, through race, caste and class, which again breeds isolation and loneliness. That's nice <sighs> Give us that again. Give us that again. It's quite quite the contrast from what we've just been chatting about. But give us it again from the top because it's there's, there's a bit going on there. Sure. Though we are all human beings, we have built walls between ourselves and our neighbours through nationalism, through race, caste, and class, which again breeds isolation and loneliness. Mm. Jack, really? uh, this is it, it's in the vein. <laughs> What was that, Carl? Was it Jack Grealish said that? 
It's around about this time that so- someone should say Adam Lalana. The other Lalana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since we said that name, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So who is it? Uh, nobody will know. It was uh, Jiddu Krishna Mukti. Oh, yeah. Sounds like him. Jiddu Krishna Mukti. Big fan of his stuff. Big fan of The profundity is real. Um, fair play. And was that your sultry quote that you wanted to throw out there to sort That's, of. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a very quick one at the end. Very nice and tiny. Literally seven words. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven words. It's a good guess, wasn't it? In the interim, um, whilst you were throwing out profundity, I was trying to think of another Ron Swanson quote, which was at the end of an, of, of an episode where basically he's in his, you know, tool shed magicking up some creation. Cause, you know, I I think in real life he's a really avid woodworker, Nick Offerman. Yeah, he is, yeah. But, but he's, it's, it's this wonderfully disparaging thing about, you know, you know, not, not being a real man or a proper human if you can't do X, Y, or Z. I can't remember. I'm going to find it and get it correct. But in the meantime, what I did re- come across last week and I couldn't paste it into the, not into the show notes to, to read to you. And I forgot at the time. There's a quote. This is basically, this is why I, I, I am Ron Swanson in so many ways, uh, psychologically. He's in a restaurant. He says, uh, just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, wait, wait. He says, I worry what you just heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was <laughs> give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that one recently. Well. <laughs> ah, that's brilliant. Now we have endless questions, um, that we sorry, could sorry, put sorry, one, one more. One more. Clear, go on, clear, go on. Clear, clear alcohol. It's for rich women on diets. Fantastic. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a whiskey only, mate. He's a Lagoon man only, isn't he? <laughs> uh, so I've got to ask. Let's just get the, the, the topical question out of the way first. I mean, you know, how has life been impacted? I will tell you here in Ireland, we are on a version of lockdown. I think it's slowly starting to ramp up there were weird rumors that were getting circulated on face bag and whatsapp and stuff like that over sunday night um so people were expecting some sort of um, apocalyptic enunciation on monday morning as it is i think we've got closures of restaurants and, and pubs uh Pubs certainly are closed. Restaurants, I think, is imminent. I see coffee shops are still open today, which is remarkable, um, considering. Uh, but basically, schools are closed, which means that I'm at home here cranking out podcasts and more to the point, getting on Google Classroom and uh, trying to communicate with uh, with students and stuff like that. So it's all very weird and very odd I'd be a liar if I said I didn't get a little bit involved in, you know, making sure that there were enough supplies in the, in the Downey household uh, here and next door with my folks, um, and try and make sure that they had what they needed and that I wasn't going to get, you know, caught out and, you know, we've all these basics. But I, I, I will say this. I've made a massive, massive attempt to not let my amygdala get too enlarged by the fear porn. Um, 
it is a feedback loop of incessant shite and nobody really knows anything. Um, and I think the best thing most people could do is not listen to anyone, really, to be honest. The, anyone that isn't talking about, you know, Parks and Rec um, and just go for a walk and put on some music or a podcast about comedy or something like that. That would be my advice. It's absolutely gotten me through the last few days. So I'm in a sort of a... I would have a quite enviable position of, of not being terrified because most people seem to be. And I just, I, I want to get a take from the two of you as to where you're at, like a, an honest appraisal, because obviously things are quite different there with old Bojo and his decisions. Very different. Um, what's the, what's the feeling? I'll go to you first, Cam, on this. How, like, how are you with, with family? And obviously you said last week work is massively impacted, but. I mean, what are you seeing happening around your are places starting to close down? Is is there a slowdown in business? What's going on? Um, I've stayed away from the news because it's too conflicting. So um, nobody knows what, what the end what the end game is here as such. So um, when you've got inept people running a country, you're going to get inept solutions and to what is a serious situation. So I've deliberately stayed away from the news, you know, for my own sanity more than anything. Um, like, well, Mrs. B went shopping today in Asda, um, and basically came back with a load of frozen food. Um, and luckily we got a couple of spare freezers and our freezers now are, are bursting because everything was like two for five pounds. She said, I'm like, well, did we need it? She goes, no, we didn't need it, but. It's all I could literally get. You know, we're, you're having to change your lifestyle choice of what you're going to eat now because of what's available. What we need chapati flour. My mum, you know, my mum eats. I don't eat chapatis. You know, I very rarely have any now. But we, you, you have to have a special flour for chapati flour. Now you go around the Indian stores, you know, grocery stores that sell chapati flour, and if if there is some available, the price is more than doubled. So what was like 15, 16 pounds, 17 pound a bag now is over 30 pound a bag. You mm. know, it's, just, it's the same with like, say, you know, we're, we're very particular about the type of rice. We, we, we tend to go for basmati rice. And yes, you can get small bags, but being Asian, we've always bought like big bags and whatever. And again, the, the, the prices have just gone sky high. Tomorrow she's going to go around all the little Indian stores to try and find some chapati flour because We've literally run out of chapati flour, you know, and it's just, you know, I feel, I really feel for, for the elderly. We've got elderly neighbours here, and um, I was washing the car uh, the other day, and um, they walked past, and I said, is everything all right? They said, yeah, we're just sort of, you know, keeping ourselves to ourselves, and I said, look, you know, if you need anything, just come and knock on the door. We'll go and get it for you. You guys just look after yourselves at home. We are here as neighbours for you. And they said, no, that's really great. You know, they, they live in the street behind me. And they said, that's really great of you. Thank you. Um, my nephew has just bought the house next door to him, which is renovating. He's offered the same to him. And he goes, some of the other neighbours there have offered the same to him. So they said they've got pretty much all the basics. They're all right. And, you know, but it is, it's becoming a shit show. It's as simple you know, as that. 
it really is. It's it's lovely to hear little stories like that though about about sort of attempts at community because basically all people are seeing is the um you know the the lads robbing stuff from trolleys, elbowing each other out of the way, and I think it's important to share stuff like that as well. And I I have seen genuine compassion and concern um for for people and like. If, tried my own way to like there's a, quite a few older folk living around this general area i've tried to do pretty much the same as what you're saying just let them know that if they want someone wants to if they want someone to do a run like you know quite happy to do it and i did hear on a, on a show today i thought it was very heartwarming i was listening to a um podcast from the states um and the guy was saying that basically he was in uh whatever costco and uh this old mm. guy came in shuffling in and he was barely able to shuffle in and he's in his late 80s early 90s and he wanted to get some toilet paper and there was none and he made the journey all the way there and the guy had to sh- the guy uh, uh, accompanied him back he was, he was crestfallen because his wife is in the car and they've got no toilet paper and they can't find any toilet paper because absolute morons are responding to the visual signifiers that they see and you can't blame them because they're being psyoped but at the same time try to have a little bit of common sense so what this kid did and he was only a kid he's only in his 20s he walked this older dude out um his wife his wife is in the car you know they're panicked they're fretting he gets the number he gets the name he gets the address he says, look, I'll drive around. I'll find some for you somewhere. And he did. And he delivered it to them. And I thought, thank Christ. Because stories like that are quite important, I think, um, in this time. You know what I mean? Little bits of community, little bits of affection or fondness or concern or consideration uh, amidst all the shit show. Because it's too easy, Cam, isn't it, to get bogged down in the everything is it awful. Is. It totally you know? is. You're absolutely right there, and um, you know, I mean, my mum, she's just she, we, she doesn't want to go out anyway. Now she's got to that point in life where she's just content to sit and sit in her armchair, watch TV, and do whatever. But you know, the fact that these people have absolutely no sense of decency, no moral compass whatsoever, and what are they achieving? What are they actually achieving by hoarding all these items? I, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, there's can a, can there's I say a... something on this with slightly stronger language? Yeah. If you've gone out to secure food and goods for your family and come back seeing it as a victory, you're a cunt. Well, just for the record, explain why I, well, I think we all agree. Because... But... If you see it as a victory, that means you're depriving other people of similar materials and goods. Why not just buy what you need rather so, than, no, I want to buy the fucking world and therefore yeah. I'm okay twice over mm. because someone isn't and that is not a victory. That's you being a cunt. Well, you see, this is what I want to, and, I, and I'm going to come to you to find out what life is like in that London in a minute and that's why I was just going to chime in with something similar on the back of what Cam said. There's a strange irony here, lads, in that it's almost like a gamification of society. Yeah, that's exactly and, what it is. You know, as you, as you said, Carl, like, I, I'm all right, Jack. I got my thing. And here's, here's the irony, right? 
we were, I was just talking about the importance of some sense of common humanity. Everyone's bleak, all the, you know, uh, celebrity COVID cases, all the politicians, they're doing their little videos and they're saying unity, come together, blah, blah, blah. It's like a sick joke because the irony of this is as they're saying this stuff about unity and coming together, they are talking to us about the importance of self-isolation, of social distance. And so it's feeding right into the kind of fucked up mindset that you've just described a minute ago, which is um, it's a competition. I've won, and, yeah. And I've won. And it's just wrong on so many levels. It's a horrible reflection on where people are mentally um, at the moment. But talk to me about that London, Carl. I mean, I saw a guy I follow who does uh, Pinter quotes, Tim Roberts, and he was talking about, uh, he was doing a little video from, you know, Rush Hour London. And it was like <laughs> pretty sparse. So um, I guess something must be hitting home, even if the government aren't insisting. I had um, I had a meeting in... in um... Uh, in London Bridge City on Friday morning with my boss and, and, and one, of, one of the colleague, um, and the woman came out and said, um, do you know, there's only been, this is the bit, you know, this, um, Cam, you know this, you know, the bit, bit by, um, I'd say it's between City Hall and HMS Belfast, that little stretch okay. river opposite, opposite Tower of London. Yeah. She said, yeah. In, in the last half an hour, there's only been six people walking past there and three of them were wow. you. That's what, that's like, that's like 11, I think it was 11 o'clock on a Friday morning. That's nuts. That's absolutely. Normally, you can't move there for tourists because oh. you've got Tower Bridge, you've got HMS Belfast, and you've got Tower London opposite it. Yeah. And uh, there were six people there. Um, I mean, I, I, on a personal point, I'm, so, I'm. I mean, I work from home anyway, so that's no great thing for me. Um, all my meetings are being cancelled at work. Um, I've got a team meeting on Thursday, which we can do over Skype. Um, so that's not that much of a problem. My boss has been. My boss had a great idea. Actually, she said, "Do you know what we're going to do?" Every now and then, we're just going to re- we're all going to ring each other on Skype and have a chat for ten minutes, because you know the, the, my other team members, you know, they they've got their partners out to work, and so just so we don't go mad, we'll just have a chat about nothing, not about work, just because I don't want you to be on your own all the time. It's pretty good, quite a nice thing to do. Um, uh, I was with uh, my ex girlfriend at the weekend, and she said uh, about self isolation for me. She said, "Let's face it, you've been self isolating since 2014, so that's not a problem at all for you." I don't go out anyway much and uh, certainly don't shake hands with people. So, um, and I've got a cold. And it's just a cold. You know, when we're, not we're, when we're at the far end of this and we, we, uh, we do a meetup, I cannot wait to do a big slobbery hug uh, on you. You know, just a freak yet. Well, you could try. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'm I'd, sure I'd, I'd, I hugged you. I'll just say that, yeah, we did, yeah. I'll just say the word second degree black belt there. But, um, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a hugger, but, uh, you know. Um, and, uh, if I can take Simeone, I can take you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the great Toby Ziegler in the, in the West Wing, um, I'm told that on my sunniest days, I'm not much fun to be around. Uh, <laughs> which which I really like. Um, uh, the big news for me I, is that. I like, I really like Toby. Yeah. He's great. Best guy. Um, Guy, guy likes Toby, but for a different reason. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, potato, Hot, yeah. Hot Room is still going, but I think that's going. I think that's going to end now because I think they're, they're closing all athletic um, uh, events. And uh, Taekwondo is still going. Let me let me ask you something. Which I need, yeah. I should say, I really need that for my mental well-being. I need Taekwondo. 
Let me ask you something, um, just because you're closer to the hub of everything there than, than, than myself or Cam. Uh, the sort of cognitive dissonance, uh, required to get your head around the idea of, yeah, you should probably close restaurants, but we're not telling you to close restaurants. You should probably, um, uh, shut up shop, but we're not telling you to shut up shop. Advise, avoid. Yeah, uh, uh, exactly. Which is, you know, there's financial reasons why they're doing this. This this, this is my point. The the, the cognitive dissonance required to sort of get your head around that and be calm is 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 uh, is quite remarkable. It's clearly a cynical thing. It's massively disappointing. And I would suggest, uh, Carl, that it's a reason why I think an awful lot of people are leaning into this. Oh, God, you know, the, the world or the sky is caving in because. That's a really, really um, non-people-centric decision. It's about it's draconian. It's completely draconian. Yeah, and, and you know, let's and we we did it last week, and we won't do it this week. Whoever is in charge, let's just say it seems to be favouring a certain um, type, uh, a certain level in society. But here's what I want to run past you. This herd immunity thing that's being floated uh, as proper science and, and being sneered at the world around, that's nothing to me but just borderline eugenics. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand what. That's the exactly f- what it is. It's eugenics. I mean, Christ alive. What, what is the thinking there? Yeah, that's just, you know, everybody get it. You know, obviously. And here's the thing. He's got his out, you know. Your man who told us everything was going to be okay and it's probably nothing, it's probably just a, a, a minor event, has his front page headline on the Daily Hile saying, you know, loved ones will die. So yeah. uh, what are we being prepped for here? I mean, what Well, there's you- also that, that mouth-breathing anus in the Telegraph who said that uh, there may be an economic benefit to losing older people in society. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking hell! If you, if you just if you want to put a swastika on it, you might as well. That's what you've exactly what you've just done. That's that's it. That that was that's the final solution. That's what he's done there. That's what he's the, done. The weak the weak should be killed. That's pretty much what he said. That's what I'm, I I quoted that on Twitter and said, "Our death camp's really a bad thing," because that's pretty much what he said. I'd love to tell you it's just a certain type of people uh, who know they're insulated from everything by their wealth, but there's also a certain type of um person who is in the risk category bracket um but is just um again in that sort of um mouth breathing category i mean we've seen videos we see them we see them uh, the the holiday makers we see them incessantly we probably see them a little bit too much if we're being honest like we saw that video of dopes in temple bar in a pub uh, like we saw that video of dopes at a, at a concert. A little bit too much. People are ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up. From what I can see, I don't know how you guys feel, but you, you described it pretty graphically there. But Cam, maybe you give us the Birmingham angle. From what I can see, uh, I feel like I'm in a movie every time I go out to the supermarket these days. And I don't go out much, but I've, I've gone out a couple of times to get a few things from my folks and, and that type of thing. And, 
it feels like a movie set. There's a certain anxiety in most people. There are dopes who are just like happily having sandwiches and, 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 and rubbing each other. But the, the traffic is sparse. Uh, everything is on lockdown. There are all these signs up that are quite official looking. It feels like you're in a shit movie, doesn't it? Um, well, I've pretty much been on lockdown for a couple of weeks anyway. Um, because the only reason I ever used to really go out was because of work. I, I'm not a big social person locally anyway. Um, in that I don't have a big circle of friends in, in the Birmingham region. You know, I've got, I've got my best mate who lives, uh, about eight, nine miles away. I've got young Tangan up the road. Uh, obviously he's busy with his stuff as well. So I don't really have a big circle. So I don't go out a lot. I only usually go out for work or, and then I'll go to the gym. Um, the gym is just as busy. I was there yesterday. It was just yeah. as busy as, it, as it's always been. And a gym is apparently a high risk area. Yeah, so well, I, 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 I stopped at the gym about two weeks ago when this started breaking down and we, we were getting real threats. I, I just felt deeply uneasy about the gym. So I stopped. Well, and, and, and that's a massive deal for me, brother. I go six yeah, days. Oh, yeah, I get you. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. You know, I'll try and go as much as I can. So I went yesterday, but I didn't go today. So, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go in the morning. I, I, I have to go. I can't, because if I, but if you just stay in the house, you're going to go stir crazy. The problem yeah. is you, you've got to stay, you, you know, because I don't have any symptoms. Um, you know, I, I might sneeze a few times, but that's not any not sign of any of the symptoms. No, no, not be, you know, um, so, you know, today I just mowed the lawn because first time this year I have to, have to mow the lawn. So I did a bit of gardening, but I hate it. I don't want to do that. I want to be out and about, but, you know, where was I yesterday morning? I dropped my car off at the, uh, at the garage, uh, Jaguar Land Rover to get, um, I've got an issue with my, with my Jag. So that it's gone into a warranty repair. And, um, it was like life is normal down there. This was eight o'clock in the morning. The place was heathen. It was like, what's going on? You know, life just got, it's like up here. Life is just carrying on. The, the roads aren't, aren't quiet. They're just as busy from what okay. I've seen. That's very different. They, they are down here. Yeah, it's, it's totally different here. Everything's different here. It's just on, it's just, it's just the most remarkable um, thing. Like I say, you just feel like you're in a movie when you go out and, uh, everybody's wearing those little, um, latex gloves and stuff. And, um, I've seen quite a few face masks, but of course the thing is nobody can get those for love or money, you know? Um, so yeah, very strange. Actually, I was in Birmingham airport yesterday as well. I had a client rush back from uh, Dubai. He was meant to be going to Thailand and then they suddenly put Thailand on lockdown. So he, 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 he sort of went to Dubai, spent three or four days there and then just came straight back again. And, um, the airport was empty. It was really sparse. And looking at the, uh, arrivals board and the departures board, so many flights cancelled. So many flights cancelled. I've got a, a client whose mother and father, they're, they're well into their eighties and they're stuck in Portugal at the moment trying to get them out of Portugal. Uh, and and that's an issue for a lot of people now who who have travelled abroad or and are trying to get get out of countries where they put lockdowns on and close the borders down for whatever reason because there's no flights as well. You know, and, and, and my mum's away at the moment actually. Where my is she? In, she's in South Africa, and right. I'm um, she's she's back tomorrow morning. I, I wish she'd do another week, just so I don't have to worry about this quite so much. Yeah, in terms of the travel. 
Yeah. No, yeah, just because, you know, she's, she's, she's in the safest place there. To, you know, she's sort of like, you know, in a sort of lockdown hotel type thing. No, it's not yeah. lockdown, but, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a sparse area where she is. So, you know, there's less risk. But, uh, and then she's going to come back and sort of like, you know, if the government have their way, stay in a, in a, in a one bedroom flat for the next four months and don't move, you know, that's which I, it just isn't like her at all. Exactly, and 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 well, clearly, if if the, she's quite the hero, she's off doing a trip at this stage anyway. Like yeah. regardless of the timing, it's just yeah, I love I love hearing that. But 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 here's the thing: there's a sort of if you listen to the constant, like I said, fear porn feedback loop, you are sort of being told maybe don't talk to anyone, maybe stay stay to your keep to yourself maybe maybe don't talk to your parents maybe don't visit your parents because you know they're a risk category and all this type of stuff something about it really stinks to eye heaven to yeah. me anyway i have to say i i, I it, it there's huge like look the reality of it is undeniable there are people who have lost their lives and this is uh, horrendous but there's a huge amount of not wasting a crisis going on it, it, it's quite abhorrent um i'm th- that little story that cam was talking about, about local price gouging is already the type of thing that you know god it's so disappointing it's so disappointing you know but look do you know what we we decided it's capitalism well it, it, it's yeah it's 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 the worst it's form reactionary of, it's reactionary capitalism as well yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the very worst form of, uh, but, but, uh, but as you said before trev like you know i, I, I want to mention the lad who Said on Twitter, he lives in uh, the postcode L31. He said, if on, if on Wednesday, if there's any people over a certain age and they want a chippy tea, it's on me. I'll bring it round to you. Just let me know. Yeah. yeah. That's, little, little that's proper. Like that. That's proper, you know. And, and, and here's, here, let's just, you know, we don't have anything resembling a, a, a massive voice or anything. But if there's one thing you can do, there's one thing that we can say here. That's the thing. It's like, you know, try to just, you know, like I said earlier on, go out for a walk. Cam doesn't like walks. Cam wants to be out and about like the fucking, like the shaper he is. He wants to be out throwing shapes around the town in his jag, in his Beaufort. He wants to be out and about. Going for a walk is no, no crack to Cam. But I have to say, for a guy who's a gym junkie, the idea of going for a walk, I scoffed at it. I really did. I thought it was just pathetic. I used to go for a walk. And then I'd go to the gym or I'd walk to the gym or I'd run to the gym. You know, these type of things weren't proper exercises to me. But the mental benefit of having the wind blowing in your face and being out in the air and you can walk, you know, in perfect seclusion with 30, 40, 50 yards either side of you, nobody is there. That's an amazing thing that people can do for themselves right now. If you have to go walk in a bloody road, if there's traffic, there'll be bugger all traffic. Whatever you got to do, get out there and get your head clear. And then maybe you'll be able to be in a position to make a couple of decent decisions like the ones that we've described. And I think that is the thing to say. This is my roundabout way of saying it. That is the thing to say. If you can do something for somebody, do it. Do you know what I mean? Don't be immersed in the looking after yourself. What about me? Oh, I got to worry about myself thing. There's too much talk about personal anxiety these days and not enough talk about communal responsibility. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, 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 we live with people. Worst case scenario, show it to your family. Don't be locked off in your room crying and 
worrying and on a constant feedback loop of all your different bloody social media bollocks, which is telling you you're going to die. Get out. It's bullshit. Get out and help them, you know, help people. It's, it's and, not... and also, Trev, vitamin D is free. There you go, man. And, and vitamin D, if you don't have there's a friend of mine, I've had this as well. Uh, there's a friend of mine at the moment who's, um, who's been diagnosed as, uh, well, diagnosed is the wrong word, but you know, she's, she's been told that, uh, vitamin D numbers are absolutely through the floor. And she feels terrible. And it, I've, I've had a, a deficiency, um, when I had uh, glandular fever about six years ago. And if you're, if you're, num- your numbers are down, you're, you're, that's not good. But the good thing about it is, yeah, yeah, you can get, you know, supplements and stuff like that, but literally 10 minute walk around that, so that, that, the sun's giving you it for free. Go and take it. Yeah. Don't feel, uh, no, no one, no one sorry to quote the West Wing again. No one wants a White House tan. You know, get outside, get, no. get some sun on you. If there's anybody I, listening, I mean, uh, who's within a 20 mile radius of Northwest Birmingham and you're stuck with anything and you need help, just give me a shout. I'm doing literally nothing, and I need to do something. So if you need something, you need me to go and help you. Like I say, I'm more than happy to drive down, come and give you a hand with whatever you need to help with, and I will help you. Because I've only, been, I've, even though I'm not like properly self-isolating or anything like that, because I have been still going out and about to do this, that, or the other, I still need a purpose. You've got to get out of bed, haven't you? You've got to get out of bed. Yeah, well, look, I mean, people people can listen to what Carl's saying with some authority. They can listen to what Cam's saying and and have that same feeling. And, you know, again, like for what it's worth, I'll I'll, I'll drive wherever in the country to, to, to go and do a job for, it's a small gaff i live in this ireland place so if i can be of help like cam says please do give me a call i've got a car i love being in so i'll just i'll bring you somewhere i'll get you something if i can help you know you know where i am I'm on twitter at downy trev and uh or at great stories one or the other one's private one's not so you'll get me and look the thing about it is and it's, it's an important thing. There's a huge amount of talk constantly, and that we're going to go to the fun part in a second. There's a huge amount of talk constantly about, um, you know, faux science and numbers that people are making up, pulling out of their arseholes, to be honest. Scientists who should know better. Absolutely abhorrent behavior by some of them. Talking nonsense, scaring the shit out of people. Um, here's science for you. One thing that will absolutely lower your immune system is the anxiety and fear that can come about from something like this. You can be sure that you will be in a lowered immuno state if you are terrified, anxious, swollen amygdala. It's going to happen. That's when you're susceptible to everything. So whatever you can do to lower that, whatever you can do, distract yourself i mean it's you have to put in the effort if you if you're lazy you will be constantly terrified you have to put in the effort so put in the effort like i say go for a walk but go and find something that's going to make you happy read a book that's got nothing to do with anything except joy whatever it happens to be but you have to make the effort because this is the thing that people are not understanding that they're playing into being susceptible um, to everything 
through fear. Um, and that's proper science right there. As Dan, Danny Baker said about the Daily Mail once, if you're not scared, we're not doing our job. And he's absolutely true. So the first thing you can do is stop reading the Daily Mail. Stop reading tabloids, to be honest. They're all shit. Mm. Oh, I, 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 and the Telegram. I'd say oh, stop. Well, that's, that, that's, that's just even stop trying that. Mm. I'd say stop listening to everyone, to be honest with you. I'd say, like, I'd say li- limit yourself to an hour um, where you make sure you get the big the news headlines, whatever bollocks it is today, whatever the newest lurch into horror is today. And then stop. Just stop it. You're going to... You're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, and people are hurting themselves. I see it. I yeah. see it. I see people on Twitter. I see them descending into darkness and it's not nice and there's nothing I can do. I try to reach out and some people just want to be in there and that's fine. If you want to be in there, I can't help you, but I can help you if you don't want to be in there. And that's why I'm doing this show with you guys tonight. That's why I'm doing extra great stories. That's why, you know, we're making offers to help people. You, you gotta look out for folks. You've gotta. Now, Here's the thing. Carl Kopak, earlier on, you decided that you were going to suggest a few topics for the show. I've got a few as well. Some people um, tweeted me earlier on as well. Um, but the one that stuck in my mind, Carl Kopak, was uh, an either or. And it was pointless or the chase. <laughs> and when I saw this come in, I thought, this lad has gone full blue rinse granny on me. What the fucking fuck is that question? Because I've never seen a full episode of either. And the only person I know who used to watch them religiously was the lady whose funeral I went to very recently, a couple of days ago, uh, not even a full week ago, uh, who loved both, loved both shows, Pointless and The Chase. And I've sat and watched probably an episode of both in her company. Please tell me why I'd watch either of them and what your ultimate resolution to that either or was well the first thing i should say that the, the problem with people like you is you don't want to work that's my that's my most blue rinse quote tory thing i could possibly call it <laughs> that's, that's, always, that's always the default one isn't it yeah they, they, they don't want to work so that's what it is yeah, um, oh, oh, it's good. It's it's doubly good because I'm one of them foreigns as well. <laughs> yeah, you are, yeah, yeah. And uh, as, as as the great Terry Jones once said on uh, on uh, Mount Monty Python, um, I will tax all foreigners living abroad. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> In the interest of the English and British economy, English uh, British. I mean English, obviously. Um, uh, what's the best thing? Uh, well, first, well, first thing, I like a quiz. I like a quiz. Monday nights are good for me because I've got Mastermind followed by Only Connect and followed by University Challenge. Okay, so stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Only Connect. I don't know if we've talked about this before, right? But my kid tried to get me into it and we watched like five episodes back to back. You best be bloody careful here, Dowdy. First episode, I got nothing. Second, second episode, I got nothing. Third episode, I got two. Fourth episode, I got six. Fifth episode, I got seven eight and i i thought i was a mental just giant because it's bloody wonderful but quite quite difficult um you need to get in it's a bit like a cryptic crossword isn't it um that's why i don't like the chase it's too easy there's no test on that yeah it's too it's too populist whereas i like pointless because it's not 
having the right answer is not always the best thing to do. You've got to have the most vague right answer, but it still be correct. Ah, I see. I see. So, okay. if, I, so if I say, say, Trev, name a American president, and you said Washington, that would get like say seventy nine out of a hundred people said that. If I was to say Millard Fillmore, I think I've got fewer points than you, and I win. And I like things like that. Is that basically the opposite to the idea of family? It's the opposite to family fortunes, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's quite cool. I I I didn't even know that. Um, Okay. Well, there we go. And Cam's chipped in there in the chat saying that he's grown into a chaser. No, no, that's guy. Oh, that's guy. That's guy. Yeah. Guy's a chaser. There's no cartoon people. I have no no clue of. uh... The, the, the two shows that Young Cutback has mentioned. You've not watched either? Not even the opening credit in any way. Shape. It's a tricky time, though, because it's sort of like round about tea time when it's on. Uh, so really, you've either got time or you haven't, I've always thought. I, I, I generally don't watch terrestrial TV anymore. Yeah, I, I, I try not to, to be honest. Yeah. With you. Well, I, I never watch if I do watch, If I watch University Challenge, if I can manage to answer one question I feel like I've, I've achieved something in life. But you are also a child of the 40s, like myself. Uh, so you grew up. Yeah, so you grew up, um, you know, just before the, the, the war. That's why I, I will survive this pandemic. Because of course you will. Okay, boomer. <laughs> so that's where all the spam has gone. Brainsy's been, been hoisting all the spam for the brain. has got a, he's got a full shed of spam and gammon. And he, he, he does like the spam though, doesn't he? He does. Bully that. beef and the bully Coffee. beef as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cam, Cam, you yes. are a child. You are a child of the of the of the seventies. So. Um, young Kapak put another one in and your response to this kind of blew me away because it was Star Trek or Doctor Who and you just said after the two questions I don't know any of these shows now, no no I pop- know the shows but I never again never really watched them How I watched that- up to I, I mean don't get me wrong I used to watch Star Trek you know with um, Captain Kirk and Spock the original yeah but, but it, it never really was never really like my thing Sci-fi was never really my thing like that. So does it remain that way today? You're not really a sci-fi fan to this day. I'll watch the odd thing, you know, like some of the stuff on Netflix now is quite good. That sort of sci-fi related, but mm. no, you know, you know, I've never been really a fan of Star Wars. But then I watched that Mandolin on Disney recently, and that was quite good. But it, it was not something. What, that the, what did you watch in Disney? The Mandolin. <laughs> It's on the, the Disney ba- Channel. It's, it's the got ba- Baby Yoda in it. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, sorry, Mandolin. Okay. I'm thinking of a guitar now, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, there, there's, there's Mandalorian. Sorry, sorry. Uh, there you go. That that proves what I'm about, then, doesn't it? When it comes to sci-fi stuff. So um, it's, it's it's not, not really sci-fi. Fun. They're documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, comic book guy. Uh, we, should, <laughs> we should get straight back <laughs> to Carl. ever. <laughs> worst opinion ever <laughs> what, what, what exactly Carl would you say to someone who chose Doctor Who over Star Trek because I would say I'm sorry 
I I really really love your fond and uh, um, affectionate uh, attitude towards the earlier very twee science fiction put out by BBC, but Star Trek the original series that's like a generational thing to me. That's that that I I that asked me. I got find myself asking questions about life on the back of Star Trek, <laughs> not really off the back of Doctor Who. Although I was a Tom Baker guy, and a Tom Baker guy only, and then I think I watched the next two. So I'm not really a massive Doctor Who guy. I can't tell you too much about it. Where did you land on that particular option? Well, well, I should say because yeah, because I love this line so much. Um, I should now return back to my store where I dispense the insults instead of receiving them. <laughs> I, I, I love comic book guys so much. Um, uh, you're wrong. It's Doctor Who. It's oh, Doctor God. Who. And, and it's Pertwee uh, over Tom Baker for me. But um, just because he was basically like Peter Cushion, which I don't really like. Russell Gummidge. That yeah. is Russell Gummidge. That is now, Russell. that was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. We're talking about with these philistines um no it's not doctor who i've just opted doctor who because um but you're right you're right about star trek stephen fry points this out as well which is a really good point he said that he had star trek on one day and that they used to do some like pretty um um like you know genuine thoughtful scenarios uh he said he watched one one day when he when um shatner said at the end uh he said somewhere somewhere in this galaxy Someone is saying the most three most beautiful words ever, and you're expecting "I love you" or something like that, something sickening or saccharine, even like that. And uh, and Spock says, "What are what are they, um, Jim?" And he says, "Please help me." <laughs> you've got you've got to like that. You've got to like that if you're a kid. Yes, I I I, I loved it, man. It 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 opened my little brain to big ideas. I have to say, it genuinely did. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and I watched. A lot of the, the 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 reboot with Picard when I was a student because it was on when I was a student. But that was not be, Yeah, but I'll be honest, nothing touches that the the original series. It's it's absolutely incredible um, on so many different levels. You had another one which was Star Wars related. Just quickly, quickly. Yeah, um, go on, go on. What about Blake Seven? I fucking love Blake Seven. Loved it. Written, written I vaguely remember having a thing for Blake Seven, but I can't, I can't remember anything at all about the show now. Do you remember Serverland, the um, slightly S and M woman with the <laughs> black hair? Blake Seven just suddenly came in my head, and I'm thinking, I'm, I I'm her, sure I liked it, but I can't remember why. I met her. Jacqueline Pearce's name is, and she is fantastic. She's exactly like she would appear in that program. Very posh. Fond of wine, very saucy. Saucy. It was. It was. It was I, gr- I get to put a picture on the on Instagram as well, which I'm really happy with. No, it was, it was a great show. Because I'll tell you why. Because BBC did actually do sci-fi quite well, um, but it was bleak. It was bleak, and it was low budget, but it was good. And Blake Seven, I thought, was really, really good. Well, Blake dies. Yeah, That's hardly in it. <laughs> You you remember as well all those Jerry Anderson shows as well. Do you remember yeah. the you know the, those uh, what there was one called Terra Hawks and then there was uh, obviously the uh, Zelda yeah yeah all those ones as well. Uh, but 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 my favorite of all of those you know 
sci-fi era things apart from Star Trek. My second favorite was Space 1999. Do you remember? Oh, it's, it's on um, 4 Mar- TV here. Martin oh, Landau. Martin Landau. Barbara somebody, what was her name? Yeah, you're right. Uh, but that was great. I loved that. I love that. Man, there were so many great things back in those days. I remember Gemini Man. That was great. Sapphire and Steel. When I Sapphire and Steel. Logan's Run. Do you remember Logan's, Logan's Run? Run. So I still, oh, still not a, not a clue what Sapphire was, but I loved it. I loved it too. I lo- I, the Man from Uncle. I loved that shit too. Incredible. Yeah, I like that. Now, I have, we need to get away from this. Carl Kopak, how many press-ups can you do without stopping? Oh, I was going to have a go before. I think about 37. <laughs> and I say that because um, I do a lot of press-ups at Taekwondo. It's your it's your punishment thing. Um, or Well, what I'm going to basically is if, if I'm instructing, if I can't think of anything to do, right, everyone, press-ups until I say stop, then I'll work out what I'm doing next. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I did 37. You know, you know, you get those sort of do a hundred a day type course things. Um, yes. And the, first, and the first day is always just go to exhaustion. I think I think I did 37 then. I've done 80 before, but that was after like day 15 or something. Well, that yeah, that's pretty good. So, but that's Taekwondo though. We we do a lot of upper body stuff there. I'm shit yeah, at yeah. sit ups though. Hate them. Hate sit ups. And I yeah. hate mountain climbers. If, if, if I know they're called different things. You know where you basically go to a squat position and you bring your your knee up to your chest and alternate. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hate them. Really hate them. Or the one, the one where you do it with the legs together. What are they called? Burpees or something like that. Yeah, that's the that's the. If you've been particularly bad in Taekwondo, if the kids have been bad, burpees. That's ten ten burpees can absolutely kill you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely cam, ruin you. Cam press ups. Um, I, I, I'm only going to say 10 because I've got an iffy right shoulder and the shoulder gives way. So, uh, I used to do a lot of press ups as a kid. I could, you know, quite easily do 50 without batting an eyelid. Is uh, that when you were back in the days when you were, uh, taking on world champions and stuff like that? Yep. 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 <laughs> definitely. I hope there's a little roll of the shoulders as you said that then. <laughs> yep, that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Just a, just a standard Dame Gloucester that was. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst running from Fred and Rose West. <laughs> took, him, took him with me left. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah. By the way, I should say that when we had this discussion earlier, Guy Drinkle said one third. That was his uh, press-up toll. That's just going down. Yeah. Into the position. Well, it sounds like he can't even do that because that's half. No, to be fair, that's not going down. That's going down most of the way and collapsing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. There's a lack of control halfway down. There is. So yeah. There's... Is, is, is a third than just thinking about it? Yeah, I think so. I think it's you get into the position and then you just everything gives way. That's about a third, right? <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like take the strain. Nah, fuck this. <laughs> It's like we always say with, with star jumps, like, you know, because the kids always go, oh, you know, 20 star jumps. Oh, we've got star jumps. You're only doing half an exercise because gravity does the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you fall to the ground anyway. <laughs> oh, guy, guy says he's, that's thinking about the press-up. He's very good at that bit. Very good. Yes, so the one third is actually the effort he puts into thinking about it. That's good. Yeah, yeah fair play. It is the Progress. thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. That's what people say. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, 
next who you're uh who went to your school who's famous or infamous? Oh, I never said, by the way, about press-ups. I can do infinite amounts of both because I'm class. Uh, the school, who who did you go to school with who was who ended up being famous or infamous? Uh, that wasn't my actual question because that was your question. That, that, that I mean in my actual year. And there was none of that. I think there was a lad in my year of Bournemouth who killed somebody. I don't know if that was a rumour or not. <laughs> So I can't so, name him just because. Hang on, hang on. There must, there must be there must be a famous alumnus of well, your. The, well, well, this is cheating for me because there's the most famous in my school. Yeah, Paul McCartney. McCartney is an alumnus. Oh, oh there you cool. go. That's well, he, well, well, he runs the school. That's the Lipper School, the Paul McCartney Performing Arts School. That's the school I went to. Hang on, you went to a performing arts school. No, I went to the Liverpool Institute, as he did in the 50s. Uh, I left in 85, and then the building was derelict because it was fallen to pieces, and he bought it in the early 90s, and now it's the Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts. So he basically bought the old school. Ah, okay. So the building is the same. But he had gone there as a lad uh, to the yeah. same sort of institution you went to. Yeah, I see. and, and, I and see. other people did as well. Um, uh, uh, George Harrison... Peace Assistance, the newsreader, Steve Norris, the former Lord Mayor, the, um, Sidney Silverman, who, um, which he was the one who, um, did the private members bill that made, um, homosexuality legal. He went to my school. Uh, there are others as well. It sounds like you've done this one before. Cam, what about you? No one really from my hometown of Loughborough in Leicestershire. Um, but we had a, we had Sebco go to Loughborough University. So, my, bro- um, my my brother-in-law went to your university. And, and your brother-in-law. Yeah. There you go. Um, All right, mate. Oh, yeah, did, did, so hang on. Did, did Seb, Sebco went to Loughborough Uni? Because yeah, I knew that. It, the sport it, facilities are unbelievable. Yeah, it, it was, um, I think I've said this before in the show, it was a real option for me. I was thinking of PE teaching. Um like uh, teaching was the last thing I wanted to do. I don't know how I ended up teaching is is just remarkable. P teaching Ooh. seemed a different thing, and I had Felix applied. Buxton. Sorry, what? You're going to say who's Felix Buxton now, aren't you? Yeah, well, it was in the middle. I, I, I was in the sorry, middle of a, sorry, of a sorry, personal sorry. story. You fucker. Go on. My, no, no, it's bad. fine. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They want to know about Felix. You sound like Parkinson. It's untrue. Felix Cam, Buxton. Do you remember that time, Cam? Do you remember that time when uh, during, we're panic, we're, we're during a, a Parkinson thing, a discussion with George Best, where he said, I was fucking talking, you fucker. Do you remember that? Because I don't, to be honest. <laughs> you see, there's an inherent fucking misunderstanding here, Kapak, which says that you are the guest and I am the host. I just happen to be the host, but I'm also a guest, you fucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We didn't win that radio award, did we? (laughs) (laughs) We're just three lads having a chat. Who is Felix Buxton for the love of shit? Um, Park Basement Jacks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you derailed the entire show for a part of Basement Jacks. That that beats McCartney. That's 
Give it over. I was I was uh, here. I was coming with Tommy Tiernan and Dylan Moran, but no, Jesus Christ. That's all right. Yeah, that's, that's half a good. basement jacks. That's amazing. <laughs> all, all the great. Well, actually, oh, well, somebody went went to my uh, went to my primary school. I tell a lie. I found someone, Danny Wallace. Oh, the uh, yeah, Southampton footballer. No, the Dundee-born comedian, TV and yeah, presenter, comedian, yeah. entertainer. Well, I don't yeah, know who that uh, is. Neither do I. He's got a clue. Uh, George Sefton went to my school. TJ George. Yeah, in there, George. He's, he trumps McCartney. He he's knows out. McCartney. He went the same, same year. He does our school reunion, George. Yeah, he, he's oh, ahead I, of... I, I always have a little chat with him on school reunion days. He's ahead of... Um, oh, I've got, I've got somebody you will know. Go on. Hamza Trowdery. Those for Leicester City now. Oh, the one who did Mo. Yep, unfortunately. And and somebody I, called I, I, Liam Moore. He's a centre-back at Reading. That lad's a lunatic. That Chedry lad's a lunatic. He is. He's I, a I, nutcase. I think, right, you know, I think he's okay. I think he's a good footballer, but he's a he lunatic. He, he's, he's, reckless. he's reckless. He's reckless. We have... Um, we're, we're, what was your story, Trev? Go back to it, please. What do you mean? The one that I... Oh, it was still Superbly up. interrupted. I did, I did, do you know what? It doesn't matter because what happened was the the true colours shone through, you know? People got real insight into what, what the real dynamic is here, you know? So it's fine. It's fine. I, I don't mind being the oppressed. It's unbelievable you're being like this when you were 20 minutes late for the pod. What a pun. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah, he's a <laughs> Listeners, he was we were, we were talking me, Cam, and, and Guy for twenty minutes going. Who is a diva now? Where the hell is a diva? Where is he? <laughs> and he's, and he's just turned up going, yeah, yeah, it's all, yeah, you all hate me. Like, doesn't he know I've got? Doesn't he know I've got a column to write? <laughs> Some of yeah. us have got a column to write for the morning. Thank you. Get out of here. Uh, I've football got questions left from listeners we want we want to get those ones in and then we can wrap it yep. up so the first one is from Niall now we've done this in a fashion before perhaps even exactly before because Niall's asked it uh when I ask for questions I, I f- feel that we should it's Niall personal who's a, a good lad who's always in contact with uh with us here in AI he says if you could be one character from a tv show tv show or a movie uh in real life, who would that be? Now, I'm not quite sure what he means. If he, I think he means if you could turn a guy from a TV show or a movie into you in real life, who, who what character would you choose to be? For me, it's fairly straightforward, um, but I'm going to give you a minute to think about that one, right? So Can't let Niles... Let's settle. Travel play himself in real life. Let... N- you see, this is the bullying. I it's unbelievable. Let Niles... Carl, tell let, me I'm wrong. Let Niall's question settle with you for a while. <laughs> We're going to come back to it. Liz asks a more immediate question that I want an immediate answer from. If you had to be locked down, quarantined, with one LFC player, who would it be? And you must give at least one reason why. Okay, Cam, who? Uh, James Milner. Why? Oh, you bastard, French. Yeah, no, because I knew, knew Coppat was going to say that. Um, because it's his... His video game on Twitter is just fire. Uh, he'd just be amazing to be with. You know he's a laugh a second. Good. And young Carl? 
Uh, well, I was going to say Milner because of tea, but uh, I like him rationing out tea bags. That's a man after my own heart. I would say I would go for Firmino because every day will be different. Yeah, that was <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was tempted to go with Ox for this question because I'd like to get in on the, the the dance routines him and his missus are doing. I think I could get right into that, and I think it being just for you, just thought that was incredibly good. Yeah, no, it was, it was class. But I, I think I could really add to it. You know, a third person. I think I could really add to that. But I'm going to go with Andy Robbo. Oh, I got, I got, I got, I got. Wow. Let's go. Let's, let's unpack that a bit, shall we? <laughs> you, you can add to that dance routine. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I've got the moves, man. It's it's one of my. We, we need video. But he got one knee down, he. It, nah, it's it's grand. I've rebuilt it. I'm the fucking bionic man. I'm Steve Austin. Uh, we, it, it, we, I'm building it daily. I've you, you should see the amount of glucosamine I've in, inhaled over the last while. But but I would go with Andy Robo because Andy Robo looks like the absolute crack to be around. So next question. And he, li- I, he likes bread rolls as well. He likes a bread roll. That makes him yeah. alright with me. Yeah. Uh, Six times on Twitter asks us, have you any plans to revisit any of your favorite TV shows during the lockdown? If so, which ones? We've already kind of half touched on this, but anything else you can suggest, uh, Carl, that you might go towards in terms of uh, maybe revisiting something that you watched before that you think, like we, we talked about Parks and Rec. Anything else? Yeah, Parks and Rec's a big one. I'm watching an awful lot of House at the moment. As I said on Twitter the other day, I'm watching so many that the other day I diagnosed the patient before he did. Yeah. Um, just because I've seen so many of them. Uh, I'm really enjoying this country. I think it's genuinely fantastic. It's a really, really difficult skill to write like that. Um, and I think Daisy May Cooper's fantastic. And I hope that's new though, works. right? That's new. That, that's new, yeah. I'll so anything, anything in terms of comfort viewing that you go back to? Uh, the repeat and peep show again. Uh, and, um, there you even go. Even though I've seen, I've seen them, even though I don't think the last, later series are that good. Um, obviously Dobby's in him and she's my mate these days so I watch an awful lot of that as well so Peep Show's always good always we forgot to mention that Carl's met Dobby and he's uh, not in the least bit excited about it at all um, Cam if you were to revisit a TV show that you know is good just for comfort viewing what would it be well I just rewatched uh, Narcos Mexico or Narcos Mexico so I might Narcos. go back and watch yeah I might go back and watch the uh, the actual original series of that. That, that that was very very good there's so many good things on Netflix that you can go and rewatch and that. power I mean, <laughs> god please there's so many good uh, things and then, then there's power and then there's power <laughs> so many people love power I just don't yeah my my, my, uh, my cousin absolutely adores it but I have to watch it just because it's so bad oh that's fair enough it is I just bad. can't get over how bad the acting is. Isn't it? It's awful. It's well, a lot, a lot please, of pe- please, listeners, watch it. It's so awful. A lot of people did not enjoy the Breaking Bad movie that came out recently, and I think I, I really that. enjoyed it because I watched it from start to finish again because I'd seen everything in Breaking Bad until the last eight episodes, if you can believe that, because I had it on a sort of a hard drive and I didn't get the last eight episodes. So. Uh, I watched it from beginning to end. What a wonderful TV show that is. And I think you'd really enjoy it. That's a revisit classic. And then being able to watch it about three months ago. Yeah. Being able to watch the movie afterwards. I really enjoyed the movie because I was so close to the series, if you know what I mean. Um, I whereas think I think it was quite good because I it gave a bit of closure. 
That's exactly what I thought, and an awful lot of people yeah. were very disappointed by it. But I think they'd left years between the end of the show and seeing the movie, and I've, I felt like I was in a better position. Right, back to Niall's question. If you could be one character from a TV show or a movie in real life, who would you be? J.R. Ewing. Oh, that's a great shout. Why? Did I get cancer? J.R. Ewing. Oh, what? And, and, and do explain. And you've already got the Stetson. Already got the Stetson. Oh, I, I should get one, really, shouldn't I? Oh, you, you, don't tell me you haven't got a Stetson. I haven't, no. No? Have, you got, a, have, you, got, have, you, have you got a bootlace tie? Mm. Wingtip collars? These can all be acquired. It's not a problem. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. if, if you want me to get into character, we, we can do this. You, I, I imagine you know a man who can help you out with that sort. Of thing. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> knows a man. He knows yeah. a man. I, yeah. And by the way, we, I'm still waiting for the why. Why did you pick Jr.? Because he's just the greatest baddie that there has ever been. And that's he's how you winning. picture yourself. That's how you picture yourself. Without a baddie, there's no story. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Without a baddie, there's no story. It's simple as that. You all, you all hated Dirty Dennis, didn't you? But when Dirty Dennis left, what? It, it, it was gone. It was nothing. I'm not having you as baddie, though. You know. <laughs> I, 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 I want to be the baddie. That's I know. You do. And, and, see, the, and the irony is the only one that you're ever really nasty to is me. That's well, the reason. Really... I'm practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I can help. <laughs> Ah. Now, man. <laughs> yeah, young Capac, which one are you picking? Um, TV or movie character? You can be them in real life. Who are you? Movie? Uh, I'm going to be Detective Harry Callahan. Oh, thank Christ! I thought you. Were, I thought you, I thought you were going to say Bickle. I was going. Don't be Bickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Jews, that's a shout, isn't it? <laughs> it is a shout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I, if I, I could be anyone. The streets. Yeah. But you're Stepico, everyone knows that. No, I'm Wizard. (laughs) Although, actually, realistically, to answer Niall's question, with absolute honesty, if you could be one character, who would you be? I'd be Bond. James Bond. Yeah, I would. I just would. What a fucking life. That's me. I'd love it. Hasn't he got quite a few STDs at this point? Yeah. <laughs> he he does. He does. But it's worth the sting. It's worth the sting. Oh, you know? It is. It is. It's it's worth the sting. And and and, and oh, that's... they go the female they go to the female listeners. <laughs> that's no, why? We've lost we've lost all the Tory listeners, we've lost all the female listeners. <laughs> um, I'm sure we've... I've alienated a few of the Anybody's um, bought too many bog rolls. I took them out early on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went in too full of them, the bog roll yeah. people. And <laughs> flower, you bastards. I still don't understand yeah, what's exactly, yeah. there, there's a There's a listener there standing next to a bag of oh, chipati yeah, flour. You've, you, you, you've gone in hard on the local Indian... Um, uh, it's, it's, it's across the UK, trust me. They've whacked Everyone. Yeah. I did mean, you, I, I saw a picture today, Dettol, nine ninety nine a bottle. Yeah, I thought. Did you see the clown who um, bought like 17,000 bottles of Purell in the States? Yeah, and, and they, they can't sell them now. He can't sell them. How happy are you for that fucking prick? Yeah. 
absolutely delighted for him. Anyway, that's a strange. Oh, sorry, can I do one more thing, Trev, very very quickly? Do, uh, do, I've, I've got. I've got. We probably have to do this as another point. I've got. I'm, I'm very very interested. You know, when you go to Sainsbury's or anything like that, that other local shops are available, um, where um, where you see someone with just a really really weird choice of items in their in their um, thing, in their basket. And I remember never forget when I lived in Hackney about 15 years ago, where I saw a man who bought 17 antiterpent aerosol deodorants and three roll-ons and a yogurt. And I still want to know what I <laughs> was going on today. I had a similar one about an hour before this show was recorded. That was always, that's always going to peak, be the peak for me. So everyone's buying loads of stuff around us. It's, it's, it's all empty where I live at the moment, but I'm okay because I'm veggie and no one ever buys any veggie stuff where I'm from. Um, someone bought a lot, and I'm really proud of them for this. One bottle of Jack Daniels and a bag of lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. He, he's I was dying to ask him. Dying to ask him. Is that a night? Is that a choice? Is that? That is. That is. He, he's going to make himself some hot whiskeys later on. That's what he's going to do. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. He's obviously got the sugar at home. Oh, now he's got the Jack. Toddy, isn't it? I see. Yeah, it's a toddy. Yeah, he's oh, making a okay. few toddies. He's probably got a little bit of a head cold. And he's thought, but, it, but honestly, you want to see the size of the bag of lemons they had? There must have been twenty-four of them in there. <laughs> I can relate to that. I, I, I like a lot of lemon in my in my um, in my hot whiskeys. I do, but not, uh, not whole lemons though. <laughs> <laughs> no, true. <laughs> not one a glass. No, he's maybe overdoing it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I, I just think I just wish I could watch him. I just wish I could. I could go and ask him. Hello, yeah. Well, what's going on? Tell me about your evening. Uh, Cam, your last thoughts. Let's finish up. And I'll, Carl, um, I'll come back to you for yours now. Just, just a question for you, Trev. How many Guinness have you consumed today on the, the wonderful day that is St. Patrick's Day? I had one as a token gesture earlier on before I recorded the, uh, the, the, the great stories pod just because I felt like it's fucking Paddy's Day. I'm at home on my own here, like a dope. Like I usually am, and waiting for my kid to come on, worried about my kid, and I was just like, oh, I'll just have a whiskey or I'll have a Guinness. So I had one. Nice. Uh, that was it. That was it. It was, it was a sort of a, a, a sort of a you know token gesture. That was it. That's nice. That's nice. a happy St. Patrick's Day to all. Thanks, our, brother. All Thanks, brother. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's good. <laughs> what about what about you, uh, Carl? Anything to finish with? I did have another final thought. Yeah, actually. I tried to get No, no, no. Get calm. Yeah. Go for your um, Sorry, Carl. You're, you're going to have to wait. So I'm in that mood now. Thanks to Craig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, seven words. Embrace the glorious mess that you are. Oh, that sounds very Instagram. Oh, no. That, that sounds very wine o'clock, if you don't know what I'm saying. Short well, it was Elizabeth Gilbert. Gilbert, sorry. So mm-hmm. maybe, she, maybe she was on the wine. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean. It's got that Facebook mom buzz. Yeah. Prosecco wants happening. But I just think with current climate, it just seemed that because that's what people seem to be doing. I don't think they should be embracing the mess that they are. I'm, I'm they gonna- are. I'm going to push back against your code here for once because I've been really, really, really uh, complimentary about them lately. I'm going to say that that's daft. I think people should not be a mess. I think they should be trying to not be a mess. Can I uh, say an alternative to that, which would be wash your hands, your mess? <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing before? This is what worries me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's or, just new to me, this. 
Put your hands away, you fucking idiots, Jay Klopp. Um, yeah, that was great. We should have that was great. That. Oh, I, I, you I, fucking idiots. It, it, if if a certain person is listening who I think probably isn't, I seriously wish he aimed that at you because I know a person who stands in that area, <laughs> and I seriously wish it was you. And Harinder Baji, you'll definitely know who I'm on about. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you know my feelings towards that individual. So Adam, listen, Adam Lallana. That's a bit. Anyway, that's moving a, on. <laughs> a bit of inside baseball shade getting thrown by Cam Branch there. Carl, finish us off, and we'll get out of here. Well, I'm going to be writing. Every now and then, I write for a blog called Ten Million Hardbacks, run by a woman called Joanne Greenaway, who is in Liverpool and lives in Japan. You know her, Trev. Um, and I'm going to be writing about some some Scottish authors. So, um, because, uh, I heard a podcast the other day from, you know, um, book club, Jane, James Nocty. Yeah. Uh, I found a podcast of him interviewing Ian Banks and I'd never heard Ian Banks speak before. And it just made me, and he's, he's a very, very cheerful man. Well, he was obviously, he's, he's no longer with us, sadly. And it just makes, um, uh, because that's been in my head, I had the privilege today to buy a friend of the show, Serena, um, a copy of The Crow Road which is one of my favourite books of all time. It was my sister's favourite book of all time. In fact, she was buried with it, um, or connected with it, rather. And um, I'd just like to recommend the works of Ian Banks, particularly The Crow Road, to anyone who's never heard them, because I've literally given you a universe. Oh, it's man, that's beautiful great. writing. That's great. I, I actually bought a copy of The Crow Road for uh, one of my mates' 21st birthdays because he really wanted it that's cool i'm i love that i like how that's lined up um fantastic yeah great and 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 it's 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 a proper recommendation and we often lean into those on the show as well so i'm delighted it's ended up like that and just again like in the public service sort of uh um vain and honestly n- nothing to do with self-promotion i really want to be able to help out people hopefully this show with its massive levels of inanity will help people out hopefully as well you'll give a listen to just a couple of the shows and the great stories it's done for free there's no money being made there's no sponsors there's no uh advertisers no nothing it's just a labor of love thing and i want you to be able to distract yourself there are now 12 episodes as of tomorrow all of them worth your time. All of them are stories by absolutely properly wonderful writers. Uh, we had a bit of a departure there. The last one, Stephen King, was an hour. And today I recorded another checkup one. He's uh, repeating. He's the first author to repeat. And I just did it because I wanted to do it initially. And it's a bonus episode. So get on Great Stories Pod on Twitter. Great. Checkup's great as well. Uh, yeah, you, every, every, everyone just sees the plays, but... Um, his prose is fantastic. Yeah, it's a short story. Vodka line as well. He doesn't, but he's got a coffee shop in Navan. If you can believe that, yeah, that's how it, that's how it works. Uh, I just 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 thought because I used to when I had the grocery store, we used to sell Chekhov vodka. Ah, okay, probably no relation, but I'd be interested. Um, we should on that tenuous note finish this show up because we've been going now for over probably seventy minutes, guys already. Panicking probably as usual because we do like to talk. Um, 
It's been a good one. It's been all over the shop. We started serious. We ended up silly. Hopefully, you'll have gotten some crack out of it. If you have, pass it on to your, to your mates. Pass it on to someone else who needs a bit of distraction in these times where everyone does. And take the advice that's been given to you. Uh, it's genuine, and it comes from a place of actually knowing that it makes sense. Distract yourself. Get away. Don't unplug from the constant news. And uh, take a walk. Get some air. It's been myself, it's been Carl Kopak, it's been Cam Branch, and Guy Drinkle is an essential part of the show, as always. We will be back with you. We may even do one before the end of the week, because, you know, we can. And if we can, we will. Uh, so let me see what the lads are able to do, and we'll see you very soon. Um, if not by the end of the week, it'll be by the weekend. We'll keep churning these out, because... That's what we can do to help you, and we'll keep doing it. Um, I've been Trev Downing. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds, and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.